Hello, hello. Before we get into the podcast today, I want to ask you a question first. Are you someone that finds the question, where are you from, difficult to answer and aren't clear on your culturally blended identity? Well, if you can answer yes to those questions, then guess what? I have created an online community that serves you and other culturally blended people. Through the community, you will get continuous resources for self-development of your identity, get to broaden your cultural awareness, and have companionship between people similar to you. Have a look at our website, culturallyblendedpeople.com, to see what is included in the community. You can then choose whichever subscription suits you, either the quarter or annual subscription. Once you are signed up, you can then get involved with everything the CBP community has to offer. The reality is that as a culturally blended person, you can feel isolated when people around you can't relate to your reality and feelings. This can cause you to remain in a state of rootlessness, not being able to define your identity, and not feeling confident in your unique blend, and this affects your well-being, which is no way to be. When you join the Culturally Blended People community, you enter a space of companionship with people similar to you in experience who can relate to having a culturally blended identity. You get to work on your confidence, release any problems you have, and broaden your cultural awareness. This space is fun and safe, and you will get to feel a part of a tribe of people who care about you and each other as culturally blended people. You can join the community at any time, and we can't wait for you to get involved. The link to join the community is in our description. We'll see you in there. Hello, everyone. Thank you for listening to the podcast today. Before we get into the topic, um, I just want to talk about, first of all, the weather, because it's frustrating me. Where I live, it's so on and off. Like right now, it's like so sunny. And then like about an hour ago, it was just like raining so hard. And like, it was like I was living in like a tin can because the rain was like so loud on the roof. But um, it's all sunny now and it's just frustrating, you know, it's like, do I go outside and go for a tan or do I do the um, the weeds? And then a second later, it's like pouring down. And ugh, anyways, um, I think it's just the change of seasons that's causing this. So hopefully it clears up soon because I want a good summer. Anyways, um, I also used a rug doctor yesterday. And if you have not used a rug doctor, oh my gosh, the satisfaction from <laughs> seeing how dirty your your carpet is. Like, it's so, it's so gross. It's so gross. But um, it's so satisfying to know that, like, your carpet is so clean now. <laughs> uh, and also, like, doing the perfect lines. Like, it's kind of like doing a lawn, you know? Anyways. Um, so, the topic of this podcast today is why I wrote my book, Where Are You From? So, I actually wrote this book with my mom, so it is co-authored. Um, The full title is Where Are You From? A Question That Challenges Identity in a Culturally Blended World. So I've always wanted to write a book and I feel like that's such a common thing that people say, but let me tell you, actually writing a book is pretty painful. Like it was hard, hard work and it took us like five years to finish it. Like it was a long time. It was a labor of love for sure. Um, I didn't like or I haven't like gone to school for this type of thing. I haven't studied creative writing or novel writing or I don't know, 
like editing or anything like that. So, you know, I didn't really know what I was doing. Neither did my mom. She has written a book in the past, but like this particular book was quite different because it was co-authored. So kind of finding that dynamic of um, creating a co-authored book to combine like both of our thoughts into something that was fluid and easy to understand and grasp onto for the reader was, you know, a challenge within itself. So Either way, I did it and I wrote a book. Um, I think one of the best advices that I can give someone is if you want to write a book, there's nothing stopping you because we live in an age where anyone can write a book. You just have to have the the patience, some kind of interesting thought or story or whatever that you want to share. You can self-publish it and get yourself a good editor because either like whether you want that as a developmental editor or just a proofreader, if you've already got a good picture of what you want to, um, like how you want the plot to be or how you want the story to be. Um, either way, I would suggest get a good editor, have the patience, have the determination, know what's going to be hard and stick with it. That's my advice. But anyways, back to why I wanted to start a book. So I've always wanted to write a book, but I just didn't know what to say. Like I didn't know what my thing was, you know? So it wasn't until I took a trip to Prague with my mom that the whole like book just came, it just was, came into life. It was like we were walking through the book. It was a really cool experience. Um, We went to Prague for like six or seven days and like the whole time we were talking about how we both find the question, where are you from, really difficult and how I sometimes feel like we don't really belong anywhere because we've both lived in several countries We both have had several passports. My mom has gone through the process of renouncing a citizenship. Like that's a whole difficult thing with the question, where are you from? And there is this element of feeling like we don't belong anywhere. Like we're not really accepted anywhere 100%. We're not really 100% one thing because we have so many experiences from different places in our life. Um, And yeah, it basically started off with the question, where are you from on the first day? And every single day, we just kept having more conversations, unraveling a lot of things that we didn't share with one another throughout my childhood um, and throughout like her being a mother to us, um, me and my sister. Um, And yeah, we all just, we both of us just started talking about it, kind of coming up with ideas to help like solve this sort of identity crisis in a way. And the biggest thing is that we needed to build confidence and we didn't really have that. Um, and so what this book is, is sort of a journey um, for from both of our point of views of our sort of cultural identity crisis, if you will, um, and working towards being proud of that, being confident in it, which is the biggest thing. And having an understanding and perspective of why people will make that judgment of you. Why will people say no, but where are you really from? Why do people continue to argue with you? Why do they, you know, say that, you know, no, you're not, or where are your parents from or where are your grandparents from? You know, why do people keep asking those questions after you've told them where you're from? Um, And there's so many examples of other people having those experiences in the book that like, you know, this is, the, well, I think that this is a relatively common thing. Like people go through this and there's many examples that I can give of seeing it like plain sight when people get frustrated with the question, where are you from? Like straight away. And like, you know, someone else might think that that person's just in a bad mood, but I can recognize like, no, this is because that person has had a, um, a difficulty with that question in the past. They've had people constantly question them, make them feel unvalidated for who they are and um, not allow them to be who they identify with purely because of something like the way they sound, the way they look, 
um, and maybe a culture that's associated with them or assumed to be associated. So those are a lot of challenges that I think a lot of people face. And um, that was something that we wanted to uncover. We wanted to talk about and share from our perspective so that people could have someone to relate to because we really felt like this can be an isolating thing because not everyone around you can 100% kind of get what what you mean when you say, I don't feel like I have an identity or I hate the question, where are you from? Or I don't even know where I'm from. Um, like case in point, my boyfriend, like, he, he understands why I wrote it, wrote the book and whatnot, but like he doesn't really understand like, well, you're just where you're from, where you're from. And I'm just like, it's a bit more, <laughs> it's a bit more complicated than that. So, and that's not to say that they um, are ignorant or they don't understand it. It's okay. And I think that's one of the big things that comes out in this book is that um, it's okay if people, um, you know, misjudge you or, you know, have misunderstood perceptions about you. Um, that's all okay. And it's being, it's learning to have the confidence to be okay with people that will keep questioning you or, whatever. Um, that's one of the biggest tools that, you know, I think readers will take away in this book is that confidence to not let someone else's opinion change how, you know, you identify yourself or how you think of yourself or how you represent yourself um, to others. I will go into talking about myself and my mum and sort of just shortly our lives just to give kind of a background on why um, this is a challenge for us in the first place. So for me, I'm Ashley and I grew up in Dubai. Um, I lived there like permanently until I was nine years old. My dad was a pilot for Emirates and he was in Emirates until COVID because he was made redundant. Um, and I was born a dual citizen of the United States and New Zealand through both my parents because my dad was a New Zealander. My mom was an American. So I moved to New Zealand when I was nine um, I've moved to several different places in New Zealand. Um, my dad still continued to work for Emirates. Um, my parents didn't divorce like everyone thought. This was really normal for people living in expat um, environments. Typically, the mother will take the kids back to one of their countries in that teenage years because at the end of the day, as much as I love Dubai, it is an expat country and I can't like ever fully be from there. <laughs> That's kind of like an issue. <laughs> um, why, you know, this whole where are you from is a, I guess, a challenge or has been a challenge for me. Um, you know, you can never really settle down there and stay. Like you have to leave at some point because from my understanding, and I don't think the rule has changed, you can't gain citizenship. So it's a really, like it's an expat environment. It's a transient environment. So um, anyways, that being said, it, it was really common for kids when they got to their teenage years or just before that to have the, one of their parents move them back or immigrate them into a different country. Um, so that's why I moved when I was nine. And like every school holiday, we would always go back to Dubai. So Dubai has always still been like a really big part of my life. It's not like I, I got to nine years old and it was just cut off. Um, so that was kind of something that when it comes to the question, where are you from? Dubai was still so a part of my life for so long. So it's kind of really difficult to not identify that as where I'm from. Um, and then as far as the States goes, I've never lived in the States. I have this accent that people always, um, <laughs> comment about. Um, yeah. And so I guess as far as the States goes, I've never lived in the States. Um, I used to go there all the time as a kid, which is a really big part of why I still really feel connected to the U S. Um, you know, having that experience and that exposure to somewhere as a kid exposes your senses of home, of comfort to something. And um, 
that's not always easy to just let go of. So when it comes to where you're from, um, you know, those senses that you gain as a child, kind of repeating myself, have a lot to do with how you identify yourself. Um, (laughs) So that's a good point that I just want to make because that kind of gets into a lot of the dynamics and complexities that we have with our identity in the book. And then as far as my mom goes, she grew up in Colorado in Monument, tiny, tiny little town, um, sort of close-ish to Colorado Springs um, and Palmer Lake, if that rings a bell to anyone. Um, It's like an hour, two hours from Denver along the Rockies. Anyway, so she grew up in Colorado and uh, when she was like 24, 23 or something, she um, went into the Peace Corps and was sent to Papua New Guinea because she had done... um, a degree in teaching of some description. (laughs) Um, And then she met my dad in Papua New Guinea. They got married. They lived in the Seychelles for about seven years, and then they moved to Dubai. Um, My mom then moved with my sister and I to New Zealand, and she immigrated and then um, became a citizen of New Zealand. (laughs) So that is a little rundown on the authors, my mom and I. Um, And so why we wanted to write this book we really wanted to help people. We wanted to give advice because like I said, I'm pretty sure I said, this can be such an isolating experience and it can, you know, not everyone can relate to not belonging and feeling rootless and feeling like people have all these misunderstood perceptions about you and that despite you constantly telling someone, I am from this place, they just don't believe you. Um, That is such a frustrating thing to constantly experience in your life and it can make you, it can detach you from what you feel um, is, you know, representative of you or what you find comfort in or where you believe that home is. I mean, it can make you feel um, that you aren't 100% in that thing and that you can't belong like the locals, like you aren't one of them. And that is isolating. And then on top of that, not having people around you that can understand you, that's isolating. So it's like quite an isolating thing, ironically. Um, So we wanted to create a book for people to have someone to relate to. And the funny thing is, is that with this book, it was actually kind of like a therapy for us um, in the end. Because when we were in Prague, we were coming up with all of these problems. We were coming up with challenges and we're like, you know, I feel like people can relate to this. When it came to actually writing the book, we couldn't just leave it with the problems. We had to come up with solutions. And so again, this book was like a therapy for us. And I think that having having had it been that way and having had it taken five years for us to come up with answers, even experience more cultural things in our lives, like I went to Canada and experienced that whole thing, which I talk about in the book, um, that really developed the book into this really established journey of making, you know, having a foundation for confidence in your identity. And that is one of the biggest things Um, the biggest takeaways in this book. And I think that um, it was really, really cool to not only write this book, but also have it as a therapy for ourselves, like I said. Um, And that kind of emphasizes the journey that we hope that the readers will also go through. Um, You know, because at the end of the day, this can be a challenging thing to, you know, kind of work through by yourself. Um, You know, you may have a lot of limiting beliefs if you don't fully have a lot of confidence in your identity. And, um, you know, it can be difficult to suss all that out when you don't have a source of guidance or inspiration for what you're going through. So we wanted to be that thing that was 
the similar thing, if that makes sense. We wanted to be the book that people could go to to be like, I relate to those people and they're offering, you know, some sort of guidance to help me solve this sort of inner turmoil that I have about where I'm from, where I belong and what my identity is. Um, So that is the passion behind the book. What I'm going to talk about now is the book structure because I think it's quite unique and I would say that I'm bit of a, a book nerd, bookworm, I guess is the correct, is the correct term. Um, but I haven't read every book in the world, obviously. And I have not read that many co-authored books, but, um, so I don't know if I've done something similar to someone else, but, um, anyone can let me know in the comments, but this is what we did. We were struggling for a long time to come up with some kind of like structure and like skeleton and formation of how we were going to tie like all of our different thoughts and perceptions on different things into a book and make it easy um, for, you know, the reader, you know, hopefully that they don't get confused and get lost and then just put the book down and ignore it and not read it anymore. We were so certain that we wanted to have it co-authored because we felt that having two different generational points of views was one of the reasons that we felt this book would be so powerful because um, I have the whole perception of a young adult going through that early phase of adulthood when you kind of are when you kind of have that instinct to discover yourself, you know, who am I? What What is my purpose? You know how people in their 20s kind of have that. Um, so kind of combining that with that whole discovery of, well, where am I from? Who am I? What's my identity? So that takes a more like individual perspective of the concept of culturally blended identity. Um, and then there's also my mom's perspective. So we have a perspective from a mother who is raising her children outside of her home country and, you know, her husband's home country. And then to also go and live and immigrate into another country um, and then renouncing her citizenship that she was born with creates such a dynamic, complex balance of so many different things that are going on in a family environment. If you're a family that is living overseas, that has family members with different um, citizenships, um, you know, there's a lot that goes on between that dynamic. And I think that that's a really great thing that this book highlights. Um, And so we had to come up with something, right? (laughs) Something to tie it all together. So what we came up with was we wanted to separate this book into four sections, Because we wanted this book to be a journey of confidence because we really feel like that's one of the biggest takeaways is having confidence in your identity, being able to ignore anyone's perceptions about you so that you don't feel like every time that you have a conversation with someone and they disagree with you, that you are back to square one and like you don't have an identity and you kind of can continue in that spiral, which we talk about in the book. So the whole idea of the four sections was leading you through a journey of um, confidence. And so part one is searching to go in quest of. The second one, the part two, sorry, is discovering to find out and learn. Part three, assimilating to take in and fully absorb. And part four, owning to embrace the story of you. 
So with that in mind, the flow of the book begins with uncovering certain themes that we dealt with and kind of leading to advice and thoughts and perceptions on those that are probably common for a lot of other people. And it leads to the final chapters, which is like the conclusion to everything we talked about. And it sets the reader up for some great overall perspective and discovering of how they can have confidence in their own culturally blended identity and story. So just a couple chapters um, for people that are interested. Um, We have misunderstood perceptions, grief, defining home, global mindset, those kind of things that I think are really relatable for people that are um, going through a similar sort of identity crisis, if you want to call it that, some kind of confusion in who they are. Um, So back to the whole structure and chapters, we needed again to tie this thing all into one easy flow. So at the beginning of each chapter, we begin with a prog story. So we start off with a, like a tiny little couple paragraphs of um, a situation in Prague when we're experiencing something or doing something and we get the idea for the theme. And it kind of continues in that flow throughout the book and it follows on on the six or seven days, I already forgot, <laughs> of when we were in Prague. And after that Prague story, we then each go into our own deep dives where we talk about the theme, our experiences with the advice, perceptions, everything that we think about that topic. Um, and this is, again, where the kind of powerhouse of the generation, the two different uh, generational points of views comes in, um, because you're getting uh, two different perspectives from two different stages of life. And I think that gives a really great balance for anyone going through parenthood or anyone going through, you know, an individual crisis and maybe considering or wondering what their parents were thinking. So yeah, I really hope that this book helps people. That's what it's intended for. It's meant to, you know, my mom and I talk quite um, openly about our experiences and are quite vulnerable. And the whole point of that is to make people feel like they have someone that they can relate to and really feel connected to. And I just really hope that when people read it, they're like, I feel like that too. I totally experienced that. Um, our, our story is, um, you know, one of many. And the whole purpose of this book is to share your story and know your story and write your story. So at the end of this day, this book is really about you. It's about helping you and giving you a source of um, comfort in um, relatability. So yeah, if you are someone that has questioned or had a challenge in your culturally blended identity. And one thing quickly about the whole culturally blended is that um, in the book, we um, came up with the term culturally blended person or culturally blended people. I understand that this is quite common and there's a quite a lot of definitions out there for what culturally blended means. So it's not like we're the first pioneers of this. It is something that is understood, but for the book, we wanted to have a term that we could relate a specific group of people um, to that kind of can relate to this, this type of experience in life. And that is a culturally blended person. Um, And that is something that I will be explaining in a later podcast if you're interested in that. So um, just a heads up. (laughs) So again, I really hope that if anyone is out there and feels like they want or they can relate to what everything I've just said or they want to have any form of advice or anything like that, then just grab the book. Um, It's Where Are You From? A Question That Challenges Identity in a Culturally Blended World. It isn't in stores. We did self-publish it, um, but you'll be able to find it, like, I'd imagine, wherever you can get your books. Like, there's it's on Amazon, um, Mighty Ape, if you're in New Zealand. Um, yeah, just search it up, see where it is. Um, you can get it as an ebook, obviously. We have just finished creating the audiobook, so that should be out soon. <laughs> And that was probably the most tedious thing I've 
ever had to do in my life. I don't know how people do that for a job, but like biggest congrats and applause, whatever to them, because people need someone to do that stuff. And I couldn't imagine anything worse. I've done it once, never again. Like they say, you got to try everything in life once. (laughs) Um, Anyways, if you do want to reach out to us and you have read the book and you want to talk about it and talk about your experience, don't be afraid to message us. We would absolutely love to hear from you. Um, DM us on Instagram or I think you can message our page, sorry, on Facebook. Um, Just do whatever. Get in contact with us. Don't be shy. We want to create a community of people that can... um, relate to this topic because it's important all of our links and all that good stuff is in our description and thank you for listening we will see you next time thank you for listening and supporting the podcast but i do have one more question for you today before you go so when you answer the question where are you from what do you say Do you have multiple answers to the question, where are you from, depending on the situation? And what are people's reactions to what you say? We know that this question, although seemingly simple, can be a difficult question to answer for people who have lived in several countries and amongst different cultures. My mom and I co-authored the book, Where Are You From? A Question That Challenges Identity in a Culturally Blended World. Our self-development book for cultural identity takes you on a journey through our holiday in Prague where we discuss many of the issues and challenges that are commonly faced as culturally blended people. Our book offers relatable themes as well as offers guidance and advice for you, the reader, to clarify your identity and be confident in where you are from regardless of other people's perceptions of you. So why not dive into the book and connect with us, people who are similar to you in experience? Our book can be found just about anywhere you get your books online, and we are excited for you to go on a self-development journey for your cultural identity. And don't be afraid to message us through any of our social media platforms. We would love to connect and talk to you about your experience, because your culturally blended experience and identity is so important to share.